Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio and Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. Welcome back to a Thursday on the Extra Point Show. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky, Joe DiBiase. Let's head out to the West Her Hotline. Our guy Jeremy Kahn from the Big Bad Morning Show down in Baltimore. Odyssey Sister Station joins us right now to talk about the Ravens and what happened with them and what go- happens going forward. And I say it, I, I kind of have a deflating tone in my voice. We were all rooting for you here in, in Buffalo pretty much, uh, Jeremy, but uh, the Ravens have the same fate as the Bills losing to the Chiefs. Hope you're doing well. Hope you guys have recovered a little bit over there. Yeah, I mean, it's been a roller coaster week for uh, Ravens fans or Baltimore fans with um, obviously people have seen the, what's yes. going on with last week, the Orioles being sold, and then the transition of that into Mike McDonald leaving and going to Seattle, which absolutely breaks my heart. So, I mean, we can go wherever you want, Sal, but it's been a, a really interesting week, to say the least. No, no doubt, and uh, my co-host Joe DiBiase is with us as well here uh, on the on the line. So we'll talk about though? all of that. Is Very, he super sneaky? Very. At, at any given chance, any uh, opportunity that presents itself. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let me let me start this. And you're right because Joe and I were talking. We got so much we can talk with you about. So, let me start with this. Here in Buffalo, it's like if there's a macro and a micro of well, the Bills just can't get over the Chiefs. They can't beat the Chiefs. It's the team. And then there's the Josh Allen can't beat Patrick Mahomes. And I just, I just think it's so stupid and ludicrous, right? Like, Josh Allen's amazing, and he's not losing to Patrick Mahomes. The team is. And now you have in Baltimore what's going to be a two-time MVP, by the way, and Lamar Jackson here shortly. And I have no problem with him winning MVP, despite the great year that Allen had. I think I would vote for Lamar Jackson, given his regular season. Like, what, what is the narrative there, and how do you kind of combat that as far as the Ravens and the Chiefs and the AFC – and Lamar and Mahomes. Yeah, so, I mean, growing up, I was a Peyton Manning guy. So, like, um, and I'm, I'm still a Peyton Manning truther, if you will. But uh, it's, I heard that narrative about not being able to win in the postseason. Then he finally wins the Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, they played the Bears. Then he gets to another one. They lose. See, I told you he can't win. Then he gets to another one and wins. But it wasn't because of him. Or, you know, it's, it's like the whole thing's crazy when people start building up these narratives in the postseason. But the talking heads keep pushing this thing. And then it just builds. And I think it just creates more pressure. Uh, for quarterbacks and coaches alike, and that's what happens. And the same thing you're talking about. I mean, Josh Allen, like, he didn't do enough to win a game in the last 13 seconds on the clock, and Kansas City finds a way to win. That's on him. I I mean, I I don't get that. The same way, like, when I look at this offense this past week, I would have said, yeah, 
I wish Lamar would have ran a hell of a lot more. I don't know why they ran six times. It's the same exact story that we saw against the Titans in 2019. Different offensive coordinators, same head coach, same spiel. Oh, maybe the game got away from us or they saw too many eight and nine man boxes and decided to throw. Um, but it's just frustrating because, like, especially now, it's probably how you guys felt. I don't know how you felt about this year's team, but you've had other teams where you're like, yeah, this is our year. Like we were saying in Baltimore, if not now, when? you got the number one seed. Whoever's coming yep. here has to come here. And then be honest with you, this, is a, this was a special team offensively and defensively that just fell flat, had some turnovers. The ball didn't bounce their way. I'm not going to blame the refs. The refs made bad calls on both sides. They made good calls on both sides. It is what it is. But, you know, the narrative sucks now that it's just going to keep building because if you don't make a run to the Super Bowl – you're more than likely going to be a losing quarterback in the postseason. When it comes to their game plan and the the amount of times they threw it versus they ran it, has there been like a good explanation for why that happened? Was it kind of what the Chiefs did defensively against them? Because the the sentiment and again the kind of narrative out of that game was that Monken kind of panicked. Um, but of yeah. course, there's I know added context that's going to be needed for that. Yeah, no, I, I think there's. Uh, I think it's fair to say some of that stuff. I mean, maybe panic's a strong word, maybe caught up in the game. And, again, it is two different offensive coordinators, but then it, it leads you to go, okay, why isn't the head coach saying something? Why aren't we running more? Because when you throw that much, you have the best running game in the league. And then you, you, you throw in a quarterback that can do what he I mean, you guys see it from Josh Allen. They're different styles of runners, but both are impactful in a game and can really change it with their ability to, to run with their feet. Like, the, the, the point is, like, when you look at a guy like Brock Purdy, they were running man defense against him, and he'd take off a couple times and have these big runs. And everybody's like, see, he's very athletic. Well, you're not going to do that against zone, and typically Lamar's not going to see anything but some sort of zone or a quarterback spy if you mix it up. So I just it, – it is frustrating to look back at it, but, you know, we got the same answers in 2019 from Harbaugh. The game got away from us, and it was almost exactly the same thing. Run, run, pass. Oh, the run's not working. Let's try it out again. Run, run, pass with Gus. Oh, we didn't pick up the first down, so maybe the run game's not. It's just it's kind of a weird thing, and I don't, I don't buy into the excuses because this is the second time it's happened now. Well, now they're going to lose Mike, McDan- Mike, Mike McDonald, excuse me, their uh, defensive coordinator. You just said a little while ago, like, this is a, a pretty crushing loss. We always hear about what a team is gaining in a coach, right? The Seahawks, what are they getting? What are they losing in Baltimore, Mike McDonald? Oh, my God. Kyle Hamilton said he was the smartest guy in the room. I've watched him for two years, mm-hmm. and – I don't get too bullish on uh, players, coaches at times with the whole genius label and stuff like that. And I know we don't have a lot of young defensive geniuses in the league. A lot of teams that have hired defensive coaches, it's gone by the wayside because of the, the uh, ability to, to throw the football now and then the offenses. Now coaches are kind of looking for the offensive guys. I think they got an absolute gem. I think he did more. There's a lot of talent on the Ravens defense, don't get me wrong, but I think he did more with less. They had one of the best pass rushes, if not the best in the league statistically, and when you look at it, it's Jadavian Clowney, who, yeah, we know is good, but what have they said about him for a long time is that he never gets double-digit sacks. Well, in this offense, or this defense, look at what he's done. Um, I mean, we bring in the, the ghost of, oh, why am I blanking on the cat from BYU now that came in and got him damn near double-digit sacks, Kyle Van Noy. They bring in Kyle Van Noy yeah. off the street in week five, and he winds up with, what did he finish with, nine sacks or something like that. So. I think a lot of it's scheme. I just think he's a really sharp guy. Um, it's frustrating what happened in the playoff game because they, they basically got death by a thousand paper cuts with them screening them down the field for two touchdowns, and that's all they needed. Um, but Mike McDonald, I think he's a genius. I think he turns them around. And it says a lot about Seattle, too, because I know they did some interviewing, but I really feel like they were waiting for him, mm-hmm. waiting for when the Ravens lost the pounce and they didn't let him get out of Seattle. They gave him a six-year deal. I think they got an absolute gem. Yeah, I was just, as you were talking about him, 
trying to think like when's the last time I've heard a defensive coach kind of being described this way where you know there's so many the McVeighs and the McDaniels and the there's a million of them on offense 36 years old youngest coach in the league like defensive genius I mean it, it feels like he's in rare company for the, the way he's been talked about yeah, him and Brandon Staley, right? Those are the two. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, but I mean, right. like, it could you could wind up with a situation like that. What if he's what if he's not a great leader of men? What if he's not doing all these things? But when you hear the defensive players talk about him, they love him and they feel like it's such a loss. Like Marlon Humphrey had a tweet saying, "Man, I didn't know that was going to be our last handshake. This sucks." And the Ravens have been a couple of things that the Ravens have have done very well over the years is their front office has done a good job at drafting. And when you look at it, too, people can question them in free agency and some of that and what they've done. But the other thing that they've done is, is basically grown coaches within. And I think the thought process is could be Anthony Weaver or Zach Orr taking over. Um, there was a lean today from one of the publications saying they think it's going to be Zach Orr. But these guys are all – they've played in the system. They kind of coach them up and they bring them through. They've always had good coordinators. This is the first one that I felt was really special that came through. Like when Wink left, I'm like, ah, I like Wink. He's got some great quotes. He's fun. Um, but when, when McDonald left, I was really hurt. I'm like, man, this sucks because replacing him is going to be difficult. Even if you bring in somebody that's really good, I still don't think they're McDonald. Yeah. So while, while we're on the defensive side of the football with them, um, what their off season's going to be like, I know just by looking at even their spot track page, the Patrick Queens, a free agent, are, are you expecting that they'll keep him? Because what, whenever I heard their defense described, like why it was one of the best in football, one of the first things I always heard was how athletic their linebackers are, and obviously he's you know half that. Yeah, well, they drafted a guy, Trenton Simpson, last year who played some. Uh, in Week 17, you can really see him kind of like shining out there, looking like a, a, a really good player that they drafted. That I think he was drafted to be Patrick Queen's replacement. So here, here's kind of what the gist is with them in free agency. I, I fully expect them to franchise Justin Matabike. You can't let that guy walk. He's special, um, even if you get him for one more year and then he walks. But – and then you start looking at the others. Geno Stone, wouldn't surprise me to see Mike McDonald kick the tires and bring him in there. He had five interceptions early on in the season. Um, and then you start talking about a Patrick Queen, who's a really good player that really excelled next to Roquan Smith. I'm not saying buyer beware. I think he's that much better for playing next to somebody like Roquan, but I still think he's really good, and I don't know that they can pay two off-the-ball linebackers that type of money. Conversely, on the offensive side, I, I don't expect Odell Beckham back. He looked very dusty at the end of the year. There wasn't much separation. Uh, on top of it, you start looking at the offensive line. You've got four linemen. Um, you know They've got decisions to make on Ronnie Stanley's cap hit as they were kind of alternating him because of his health with another offensive lineman throughout the end of the year, something I'd never seen done. Um, and then does Zeitler come back, who's been really good, or does he price himself out? Does he retire? Uh, and then you look at the rest of the offensive line. They have questions that they have about all of them, except for Tyler Lindebaum, who's under contract. We could see some jostling there and expect them to go heavy in the offensive line in the draft. By the way, guys, breaking news as we're talking here, just a little a little down the road from you over there, Jeremy, in Washington, Dan Quinn, new head coach of the Washington wow. Commanders. Uh, that is being reported by Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. Your, uh, your live reaction here to that. Yeah, I think uh, somebody asked me, I said, I thought that was the best job on the market. And I know it sounds strange, but me new too. ownership, yeah. it's not yep. Dan Snyder. I agree. It's a ton of money to spend, yep. draft picks galore. I like Dan Quinn. I'm kind of surprised. I, I think they found the right one when they were looking at Ben Johnson uh, with the Lions and he turned them down. But it's just weird seeing Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll out there and Mike Vrabel. They're not going to be coaching. Yeah, I Belichick especially, right? Like 
it, it maybe is more for him about what comes with hiring Belichick, right? Like power in the the personnel side, and you know, like age too. But it, it's not even just to me, you know, Jeremy, that he only got or that he didn't get a job. It's that seven teams that had openings decided not to even talk to him. Yeah, and you know, and and again, I think some of that we all thought that the Cowboys might make a move, and Jerry Jones had that weird statement about he could work with. Uh, you know, um, he, he could work with a guy like Bill Belichick, um, and then they they bring back Mike, and I, I just didn't get it. Like, um, but that being said, it, it feels weird to see a guy that, you know, a couple of years ago we were saying, hey, should they name something after him, like that Lombardi Trophy thing? Should there be a some sort of mm-hmm. defensive player that he, something named after Bill Belichick for how great he's been in this league, even though it's been some dire years here the past couple. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he takes a year off and shows up somewhere. Maybe that's it. I. I don't know. Like, I, I just see this youth movement going on in the league. Like, for me, I'd rather yep. kick the tires on a young coach and see what I get with them because there's been some special ones that we've seen here. Like, I think Mike McDaniel's great. I think Sean McVay's great. I mean, there's a lot of great minds. Just matters if they get the right pieces in place and they can win. Um, but there's a bunch of them all over. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Lee. Yeah, you're right about that. Jeremy Kahn on the uh, Wester Hotline. Last thing on the Ravens for me, you know, here in Buffalo, we went the whole year of people really wondering and questioning about Sean McDermott, despite all his success. In Baltimore, John Harbaugh has a Super Bowl. Of course, once you get that, you're kind of a made man. But it's kind of similar to where in Pittsburgh with Mike Tomlin, there's a lot of questions now because you're kind of so far removed from that. Where are fans with Harbaugh and not having to get over that hump in quite a while. Is he just, can he just have his, 
You know, can he just have the job for however long he wants because he has that Super Bowl? I don't think so. Um, you know, there was questions. We did three segments today, no BS, on did they make a mistake in letting McDonald walk and not firing Harbaugh and keeping McDonald? Like, wow. Like, fans okay. were talking about that. And, and I don't know that, like, for me, uh, you know, I, I've already told you guys how much I think of Mike McDonald. Like, I would have been okay if they had done that, and I understand that it sounds silly, but they can't do that. I mean, you can't, you can't let this guy walk now after what's gone on. He's been here for a long time. He's a great leader of men. I question some of the X's and O's stuff with him, um, and I also question, like, his clock management has just always been awful. Um, and I feel like he's kind of stuck in purgatory between being analytical and not. Like, he just he mixes it up mm-hmm. so much in what he wants to trust. And it's almost like he, when they're not getting the two, two-point conversions or when they're not converting the fourth downs, all of a sudden it's like, now we could just go back to laying it up. Let's punt and kick field goals. Be who you are. If you're aggressive, be aggressive. Um, and, 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 I mean, not to the extent of Dan Campbell because that's just silly. But that being said, I, I do think that you, when you look at a Ravens team now and the way that they're constituted, at some point you, start to, you have to question a little bit about Tomlin and Harbaugh. You can't live off of being, hey, you're, the story is I've been over 500 or at least 500 for however many years now. And, and then when you look at Harbaugh, it's like, oh, yeah, you won a Super Bowl a long time ago. They were talking about firing him the year they drafted Lamar and Joe Flacco went, kind of went into the tank that year. Then they start Lamar and make the playoffs, and it was almost like Lamar saved his job. So I do think he's a good coach. I think he would get another job tomorrow if he got fired today. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think he's 100% safe here, especially after what's happened mm-hmm. the past couple years in the playoffs. Yeah, he you on the game management stuff, I was stunned to see this year he finished last on one of those charts on like win probability lost by game yeah. management decisions. And in the past, it feels like he's been one of the, you know, like the opposite of that. But last year, it, or this season, it definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, if, you, if, if you look at those numbers, too, they said something to the effect of like how many challenges he lost this year. Right. He threw the one on the one that was, uh, uh, it was called a touchdown. He threw a challenge on it knowing that you couldn't. And then he came up with some lame brain excuse after the game of why he did it. Oh, we just wanted more time. We were going to call a timeout anyway. Yeah. Um, you, I mean, you have moments like that all throughout the season. And to your point, if you look back at the regular season, if they fair catch the ball or if they don't fair catch the ball after uh, against the Colts, they win that game. They had another goofy game that they blew. And then you look at the two Steelers games, it's like they could have easily been undefeated this year heading into the postseason. I know like it's, it's, it's an ants, but a lot of it falls on them for self-inflicted wounds. Yeah. Last thing for me on, uh, on Ravens, every day, because Gabe Davis is a free agent and the Bills were really lacking at the receiver position when Diggs kind of you know started to not play well in the second half of the year. So they basically have two options, draft or cheap free agent option. And you just talked, you mentioned Beckham a little bit earlier. So he's a free agent again. If it's a one-year cheap free agent deal, do you even think that's a good idea? Or did he look like to you that this is this is about done? It's about over for him. Well, look, I, I do think he's still a good receiver. And then I, I feel bad even like calling him Dusty because like it's what you've seen from him and what he is now. It's vastly different. He was not, he did not complain all year about not getting the ball. None of that. Like he was, I think he's matured, uh, so I, I definitely think it's not a bad – if you're expecting him to come in and be your number one, he's not that. Um, you know, if you're expecting him to come in and help you make some plays, be good in the red zone, maybe on third down, I think he can still do that. Um, he's still under contract here, but I, I can't imagine the Ravens bringing him back for a second year. Um, I think he's going to be one of those, you know, hey, thanks for coming out. We appreciate your time. And then they got to figure out, too, what they're doing with Rashad Bateman because he seemed very unhappy this year, almost like mm-hmm. the Hollywood situation from last year. So – if you're looking for a receiver, this should be a good year to look because there's a couple good names out there. But 
But again, you're going to have to pay for him. And do uh, the teams like the Colts let Michael Pittman walk? Does Mike Evans walk from the Bucks? I mean, there's a lot of good names out there, I think. Bills at Ravens next year, by the way, on the schedule. All right, you said it was a bit of a roller coaster week, bittersweet as far as the Ravens and the Orioles. We actually have quite a few Orioles fans in Western New York. I'll even tell you, our uh, Sabres pre and post game host, Brian Koziel, is a very big Baltimore Orioles fan. So give uh, the Western New Yorkers here a little, you know, a kind of rundown of what has happened, what has transpired over the last little while with the Orioles and Angelos and the stadium and selling, just so we can kind of get up to speed and understand it a little bit better. Yeah, if Brian wants to come down for a game. Uh, I'll give him tickets to Camden Yard. So tell him it's on me. It's hey, we love. Hey, we actually. You know, it's funny, Jeremy. My wife. We go to. We're big Yankees fans. We go to Yankee Stadium every year. My Not wife said to me last week. She said, <laughs> "You know what?" She said, "This year, I'd like to go to an away game. We should go to Baltimore." That's what she said to me. Camden Yards, and I know I'm biased. Is the best ballpark in all of baseball. The one closest to it to me is probably PNC, or if you look at Philly and San Francisco, but they modeled their stadiums mm-hmm. after Camden Yards. I don't think you're going to find a better ballpark to watch a game. That being said, with the Orioles, man, this is – you talk about being upset and waking up to some news where saw it going to bed, and it's like, is this from a – because John Aron used to work for, what, the Sports Business Journal, and now he works for someone else. Saw that he had posted something about him being sold, and we're like, okay, we just went through this not that long ago, and then John Angelo said he wasn't selling the team, and now obviously everything's changed. The, the governor here and everybody else, the comptroller, and uh, some of the delegates are really pissed off at Angelos because he lied to them um, in the dealings because they just got a bunch of money for – from the stadium authority to build around the stadium and some upgrades for Camden Yards, things like that. Um, but everybody here is so excited with Ruben Steen uh, coming in. This is a guy that's been an Oriole fan. He's bringing in other investors along with him. He's bringing Cal Ripken back into the fold to be a part of it. Um, you know, there's some other interesting names out there too, like Grant Hill's involved with this. So, And there's more and more names. We're waiting to find out what happens with the TV deal, but fans are so excited now. Now you have a guy that can hopefully keep – these generational talents that you have, because I'm telling you guys, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman, and the kid that can't grow a mustache, Jackson Holiday. Jackson Holiday is going to be an absolute superstar, and it wouldn't shock me to see Gunnar Henderson be, if not the best player, one of the best players in baseball. He's that good. So I, can you keep these guys is the big question. So fans are unbelievably excited. But anytime you guys want to come down and go to Camden Yards, just hit me up. Absolutely would love to. I will tell you, uh, we actually, the game we did go last year, we saw, I saw the Orioles July 4th, like they, Yankee, they split. We saw it like third and fourth or fourth and fifth or whatever it was. I will tell you, I have a 10 year old son, Jeremy. He plays baseball. He's, you know, travel baseball player and he's a big Yankee fan. But last year when he went for a haircut, he said, I want my hair to look like Adley Rushman. So he's a big Adley Rushman fan. He likes the way Adley Rushman looks, plays catcher. It's all, it's all good, man. So yeah, good, rising superstar there. Yeah, and I think, you know, like, so they were kind of modeling their team after the Rays and their business model. But, like, and that's fine. It, but with the Rays, you got to hit on every trade. You know, you got to hit on every move you make, mm-hmm. make the smart decisions with who you're signing. When you have Adley Rutschman coming up, and it's a couple years, and they've got decisions to make on some of their outfielders because this farm system's absolutely loaded. They've got a catcher in the minor leagues that's ranked in the top 10 of the farm system. Where are you playing him? <laughs> Baseo, this kid, <laughs> he's fantastic. So, there's a, this team's going to be really good for a long time. Well, I hate hearing that, Joe. I <laughs> Sorry, man. That. I, I, hey, the yeah. ALE is no notice. It finally feels good to say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's not good it. news for the Yankees, that's for sure. <laughs> no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, all right, anything else? Joe, you got anything else uh, before we let Jeremy go? Uh, he does a great job in the morning show yeah. down there. He just got through with his show. Jeremy, thanks, buddy. We will. I will definitely do that. If we... Um, 
at the very least, next year, the Bills obviously in Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Like I said, we'll hook up, but um, would love to come see a game at Camden Yards. I'm really glad for the people of Baltimore that this is settled. I know it's been something you've been on uh, your minds out there for a while. And I, I do think, as much as I'm a Yankee fan, I think American League Baseball is so much better when the Orioles are a little bit better. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it's it's kind of that feel. Like, we feel the same way here, you know, and I'm not just kissing ass because I'm on your guys' station, but, like, yeah, I think I told right. you before, Sal, I kind of pulled for Buffalo. I was really rooting for Buffalo to win that game. So, either way, I had somebody to root for in the Super Bowl because, you know, love the fans up there. I've got some Buffalo fans in my family. So, um, yeah, it does make it a little bit easier. And I, I hate seeing Patrick Mahomes on the big stage yet again. That guy's so freaking good and it drives me nuts. No doubt about it. Jeremy, thanks a lot. You can follow him on Twitter, by the way. Jeremy Kahn, he is the morning show host down in Baltimore at jkahn2nsports at Sports. Thanks, buddy. Be well. Anytime, guys. All right, thank you. That is Jeremy Kahn. All right, real quick, let's get to Carl in Connecticut. He's been waiting patiently through all of this. Go ahead, Carl. What do you got for us, buddy? Hey, guys. Nice to talk to you again. Good morning. Um, mm-hmm. Good morning. So, yeah, you know, it's just something that's been on my mind. I feel like uh, one thing McDermott's done really well especially this year, he went out and he added a lot of depth, which is really, I think, incredible when you're dealing with, uh, you know, limited funds, let's just say. Um, but we clearly got tested in that department more than anybody can ever imagine. Um, so going forward, yeah, you know, I'm hearing a lot of talking. You know, I'm listening to you guys every morning and whatnot. You know, uh, we're aging out a little bit. We need to get some younger talent and, you know, groom them, let's just say. Um, but at the same time, I feel like we, you know, we, we, we go out there, we'll get some younger talent, and we'll go out there and we'll pick up some decent free agency and combine. That's great. And we kind of did that last year, and this year we're going to focus on receivers is what, you know, we're, we keep hearing. Um, but it just, I can't help but feel in the past few years, when we do that, it feels like we never use them or we underutilize them or we give them a year to kind of, especially the, the rookies, to sort of like warm up to our system or learn the system. I feel like this year we're in a little bit more of like a, I don't want to say panic mode, but we need to get them out in the field sooner than, than later. And again, hopefully we hit on them sooner. And uh, I just hope that we, we do that uh, because at the same time, there's a, a bit of a sense of urgency um, with McDermott because it, it, it's, it's sort of like a partial um rebuilding if you want to call it that just because of the agency so i guess to cut to the chases i hope we utilize who we pick up whether it's free agency or uh, young receivers in the draft sooner rather than later and that's just my that's just how i feel i'd be curious to hear how you guys feel about that and again sales i always say put me on hold there's a 30 minute delay if i can listen thank you yeah you got it 32nd, I hope. I, I was going to say, I hope 32nd. Um, I mean, the point is right about this draft, and Bean said it at his presser that this might be a situation where young players get pressed into roles quicker than they once would have. Where, like, look at the 2022 class. All of those guys that got drafted. I mean, Christian Benford with Sandy, because he came in right away and earned a starting job because of how good he was during that camp. But Kyrie Elam walked in as a first-round pick. They didn't need to play him right away. They let him develop, uh, and that's still happening. But James Cook, second-round pick, they didn't use him a lot. Wasn't a starter right away. Terrell Bernard was behind two linebackers, didn't need to play right away. Shakir was behind guys, didn't need to play right away. Like, that's 
happened a lot in the past where guys get brought in in the draft and it'd be nice if they developed right away and were able to perform right away, but it wasn't necessary. Now, I feel like more than ever, it's necessary, especially receiver and defensive line, because I think those are tougher positions to go cheap and get a productive replacement, a productive fill-in guy. Safety, I think, maybe more than the other two. If they did a Taylor Rapp deal again, where that was, what, one year, three million bucks, two million bucks, and they can get something that suffices versus receiver or defensive line, if their plan is, well, our rookie's not ready, so we got this veteran that we had for two, three million bucks, that's a lot less likely to go well. I think you got to have rookies that are showing up ready to produce on this Bills team this year. We'll take a timeout. I don't know if you saw what Jerry Jones said. I want to kind of visit that a little bit. It's kind of interesting and odd, and I'm like, yeah, it doesn't really mean much to me, but I want to talk about that when we come back here on the Extra Point Show on WGR. Sal Capaccio, Sneaky Joe DiBiase with you on a Thursday. Hope you're having a great day today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.